The Women of Ill Repute, with your hosts, Wendy Mesley and Maureen Holloway. Hey, Maureen, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Well, I'm glad you asked, because this is a big moment. This is our, like, this is a pivotal point in our podcast. There's three Ps for you. We're, we're, we've got some announcements to make. Uh, yes, we do. I agree. This is, uh, this is episode 12. Uh, not that anybody's counting, but well, <laughs> I'm counting. So I, yeah, like if you recall at the very beginning, we said we were going to do six to eight episodes and now we're like, this is 12. Oh, we said, we said a lot of things. I remember yeah. this. It was the night before New Year's 2021. No wine involved. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, oh, let's do a podcast. You had this, it was your idea. Oh, you want, you have the title, Women of Bill Repute. We were going to get all sorts of guests. You said it shouldn't be any problem between the two of us. That pe- and then you said, hey, you know what? People will pay us handsome amounts of money and it, it won't take up much time. It'll leave time for you to go, you know, windsurfing and for me to do whatever I do. And, uh, and that it wouldn't affect our friendship. That's what you said would happen. Well, yeah, I mean, because for everybody else, you know, podcasts don't make any money and there are a lot of work. But for us, it would. Oh, it's going to be different. It would be different. It was going to be different. Yeah. So, I mean, you talk about it's affected things. Has it it affected things? Okay. Well, first of all, Wendy, uh, it's a good thing I love you because I've spent more time with you either online or on the phone or on Zoom and sometimes face to face than I have with any other living creature in the past year. So there's that. Well, there is no other living creature, right? Like, no, you're I, the only I, one. I just get jealous. You're, when you the, you're the only one for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all worth it. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. So this is why we're, we're doing this. We have a long way to go. We have a lot to discuss. Yeah. And we have a lot of ideas to kick around and we have a lot, we'll have a lot of guests to get. So we just thought we would share uh, this money, money, money. To well, make. there's that too. And money to make. And I think it's important to, to point out that we have not made any money, We're not at, making any, not money. a penny. We have no. not made a penny and we've been saving ourselves. <laughs> That's right. We've been waiting for marriage. Um, <laughs> We haven't tried to make any money. Uh, we because we didn't really, we don't really, we didn't really know how. And now we've decided that we're going to sully ourselves because we are the women of ill repute, and nobody expects us to be. So pure. we're not pure. We're not pure we're anymore. No, no. Okay. No. So now what? So I thought we'd take a moment to talk about how it started and what has happened and uh and and how it's going and it's just so it's us. just us right it's just, it's us. just us okay well yeah. that's cool yeah, yeah. and um, if you stick yes. with us uh at the end of this episode uh we have a little announcement for you uh do i do i know what it is yes of course you know what it is but i forgot <laughs> <me>. <laughs> this is an occupational hazard ladies, ladies and gentlemen uh so stick around wendy and you'll be surprised we'll have a treat for you in the end Oh, I love treats. Surprises. So um, I need to tell you uh, right out of the gate that I'm still having a little trouble with the title of this podcast, The Women of Ill Repute. It's it's a good one. But, but it's I think it's it, it's confusing to some. It might have been easier if we'd just gone with sassy old women. Uh <laughs> I'm not old. No. Sassy, maybe. But. No, no. You're sassy, though. <laughs> and what was it that Ronan suggested we call ourselves? 
I'm not going with the two Karens. The two Karens. I, what was no, this joke? No, they was, said we should start a band called the two Karens. And our first hit could be, I want to talk to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what? We're not calling it the two Karens. No, no, no. So we're sticking with women of ill repute. And as we've mentioned often, that it is a compliment. Yeah. Uh, all, I think we've had a couple of people who did not take it that way. Like the the royal expert that we tried to retain as a guest before the queen died. And we wanted her to tell us about badass women in the Royal family. Like historically, there are some. Yeah, yeah. There are some. Yeah. And she was dreadfully insulted. No, 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 no. And so, yeah, well, as Jan Arden would say, like, screw her. Like yeah. so many people that we've re- reached out, including to your point that not everyone uh, wants to be called a woman of ill repute, but everyone that we've reached out to says, I am a woman of yes. ill repute. And yes. Yeah, it is a badge of honor. And I think we're in this time where like nobody's got a sense of humor and no one's daring to say anything. So no. I, I think if we're going to be sassy and if we're going to, uh, you know, if we're going to have some fun and deep thoughts and laugh or whatever in opposite order, perhaps for you, then, then we need to, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> we need, need to, to label ourselves as yeah. such. We have to tell you that, uh, and you probably figured it out that Wendy and I started on this without having any idea what podcasting is like no idea we had, we were babies we were mid-rolls pre-rolls host reads cpms, CPMs downloads. downloads i knew what a download was that was that was about it but uh, that's different from an impression it was oh, just you. oh yeah we use a platform to record called squadcast which hilariously i was put in charge of because you know, you're the I, technical wizard I, between the two of us. Not, <laughs> not saying much, but yeah. But we have learned so much. And one of the things that we had no idea, we thought it would be really easy to get guests. You told me it would be easy. Yeah. Well, it's funny, you know, because I was, you get upset when someone says no. I expect people to say no. And when they say, yeah, I'm in, I'm like, wow, that's so great. They're so cool. Because, you know, I was raised in a, I was a political reporter where nobody you, wanted to talk to you. Yeah. And you asked rude questions uh, or what they thought were rude questions. We thought they were pretty normal. Right. Um, or I was at marketplace where it seemed like everything was going to kill you or, you know, you, you had the stacks to show that somebody was going to kill you. So I, I was used to being uh, high, jumping up from behind bushes and being told, no, go away. You're an evil person. But, but I not. wasn't. No, I wasn't. And I took it personally. And I, I asked a few people to be on the show, to be on the podcast who were, you know, friends or certainly people that I was friendly with. And and a couple of them said no. And I took it really personally. And I've never spoken to them again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's very grown up. That's very grown up. But but it's been it's been tough. And I'm not that tough. And then we also we've had some guests who were who were rude to us, Wendy, Um, we're not going to name names. But we had a couple well, naming names. There, there was one in particular that really hurt because uh, we both loved her. And the thing that she'd written was like perfect for our show, which is, you know, about sassy Bad women. women. Sassy women. Yeah. <laughs> but her publicist, I mean, this and, you know, maybe I'm um, acting too grown up here, but uh, her publicist reached out and there was a PR reason. Like you've been in trouble before. Why would we want you to take a chance on anything and have like real opinions about anything or a real conversation with anybody? Just like just publish your words and, and then you'll be uh, then you'll be fine. You see, I, I'm still pissed off about it, as you can tell, because it happened the night before we had booked this this amazing author. And she was like totally on board. 
and we and just for the record, just so you know, Wendy and I do all the research. If we if someone's written a book or two or three, we try we, we, read we, we both yeah. read them. We try to find right. out everything that we can about our guest so that you know we can have an informed conversation. And so when somebody pulls out on you the night before, after all the excitement, and this was very early on, that I'm 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 sorry, I took it personally, and that's just the way it is. Um, well, it's funny because some people say that we should include in our podcast the moments when we disagree. So there haven't been a lot. So, oh, yes. you know, comedians, well, journalists, different backgrounds. Now we can be told that the night before, the day before our very first episode, which was with Mary Walsh, you and I had had done, uh, I guess, our intro episode. But we never really worked bef- worked together before. So we thought that we would rehearse doing an interview. Did we have Ronan playing Mary Walsh at that? No, no. It was just the two of us. It was just the two of us. No, I think it was just, just the two of us. And we were figuring out, because we have a the, the intro where we chat and then we chat to the person and then they go say goodbye and we trash them afterwards. Although we always end up saying, oh, we love you. Well, because we usually but, do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we had, we were trying out a couple of, yeah. And you had this joke, which I don't oh think was God, funny. Oh my God, the wheels fell yeah, off. And, it was awful. Yeah, and we, we like hated, we hated each other for the next 20 minutes. And we said, I told you that it was, something was boring and you told me I wasn't funny and, and it just, wow, it just completely completely imploded and and so we agreed to walk away for four hours and reconvene later that day <laughs> and in the in the four hours we were texting each other going so how do you feel about this lips are about that um and we've had it was funny it though was funny. it was pretty it was pretty central i mean it was heartbreaking and i think it was good for both of us and i think that's sort of what i most love about doing this podcast with you and with other smart women that we get to choose is that we keep learning from, we keep yeah. learning, you know, like, I, I don't know. I think I learned from that. I'm sure you learned way more because I'm so profound. But I did learn something. <laughs> so you, I asked you to be more open-minded and you asked me to be more gentle. Yeah. Well, both, both, both of us could do yeah. both. But it was interesting because it, it's so, it speaks so much to where we both come from. So what started it all off was a joke about, you wanted to tell a joke about a politician. And I was like, I'm not making no, a joke no, no, about no. a politician. I'm a very I serious journalist. Know, I wanted you and Mary, because Mary had played Mark Delahunty, uh, her character on the Hill for years. And I said, what? Kissing Stephen yeah. Harper. She ki- so I was, yeah. was going to say, why don't you guys talk about what politicians you think are sexy? And you were like, there are no sexy politicians. <laughs> <laughs> Not very funny. But, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a journalist's training. Like you're not allowed. You're not. You just can't see them as sexy. I mean, there's I no always sex. Think, well, maybe Wilfred Laurier or somebody from the past. It's still not happening. Maybe <laughs> less so than ever. So that's where we are. We're at this intersection between comedy and journalism, where we still find ourselves there. Which is a good Which thing. Is good. The women of ill repute. Okay, so a lot has happened in the world since we started this podcast. Um, in the big world, I mean, I think they Roe versus Wade. Roe, really? Well, the invasion of, of Ukraine, Ukraine, I mean, yeah. huge yeah. and mostly awful things. But let's talk about a couple of things that happened in the smaller world and the broadcasting world that are quite relevant. So for me, well, well, for both of us, but when when because it does affect both of us, we started the podcast in June, and at the end of May. Jennifer Valentine, who's a broadcaster, went public with a video where she accused a man that she used to work with at Q107. She didn't name him, but it's John Derringer. We know that now of being a bully. 
and it became a big story. And because I worked with him for 15 years, of course, a lot of people wanted to have my take on it. And I supported her absolutely, as I do. It was a big deal. Like, uh, sorry to blow your horn, as they oh, say. Oh, blow my but, horn. But it, blow away. <laughs> oh, here goes. But it was a big deal because a lot of people either didn't know Jen Valentine that well or they, they sort of knew Derringer and they didn't know what to think. Like, he seemed like such a great guy. And here was this woman saying that, you know, maybe he wasn't, uh, even though she didn't identify him. But when you came out and said, well, actually, I worked with that guy for a long time and there are issues and people were like, Wow, I really like a lot of people yeah. said I I really believe Maureen. Like I I used to listen to her, and if she says that there was an issue, there's an issue. So it 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 was a huge deal, and that you were a big well. Part of that. Thank you. Um, it was unpleasant, and uh, but the timing on it was kind of serendipitous because it happened just as we were launching our our podcast, and people wanted to yeah. hear from you because you hadn't spoken since you hadn't spoken publicly since leaving the CBC. And so there was, well, I couldn't speak. No, you yeah, couldn't. it was just, just, a, <laughs> just a mess. That's a long story, but back, back to Derringer. It was a big but deal. But no, back to Derringer. So, so those things, even though they were kind of horrible experiences, <laughs> gave us a, a bit of a boost out of the gate. Uh, and then um, there was La Faire La Flamme. That was such a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, that was, she was basically let go. She was, you know, talk about a primetime anchor who was successful uh, and who fought for stuff and had been in the field and done everything. And I just, there are a lot of journalists that I, that I respect, but uh, she's for real. She's one of the the top stars and, and very quickly the, the PR machine went into, went into, um, went into gear and it was about how she was a woman and she was an aging woman and she wasn't uh, dying her hair anymore. And it was because she'd let her hair go gray and this whole yeah. thing exploded. And I thought it's way more complicated than that. I mean, you and I come from the mainstream media world and we, we know the, the, the terrors that have descended in the last decade and she stood up for journalism and it was more, it was more about the suits winning, I yeah. thought, and so yeah. So I wrote a couple of pieces, and uh, and I think it's it's been anyway. It became a huge deal, and everyone was saying, "Hey, you got to get Lisa Laflamme on your on your Are podcast." We? So I ended up well, I ended up speaking to her because I've like obviously known her over the years, and uh, it turns out she's like a regular listener. Hi, Lisa. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hope you're listening. So yeah, I mean, she's been very careful with what she's saying at the moment, and I don't want to push her into an uncomfortable situation. And she's not going to push herself into that, obviously. So it'll be a while, but yeah, we would we would love we would love yes, to have her on the podcast. Absolutely. And and obviously, what happened to her reflects became such a huge deal because there are so many women who identify with the idea of not being able to age in place, not age being able, out, you know, yeah, like prematurely. You, yeah, you hit, you hit 50 and you're no longer a value anymore. Well, so. I think we're far more likely to get Lisa Laflamme on the show than John Derringer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not returning your calls. I'm not placing any. Um, let's go back over our, the, the last 11 guests that we've had in this first series. We have a, we have a bunch more that we're going to do. Obviously it was, our announcement is not goodbye, but out of the, uh, out of the dozen or so women that we have, Elizabeth? what's that? What's, what's, what's that? I know that's for later. That's for later. So, so, so who were, who so were your high points? Um, well, it's funny. I'm, I'm thinking of Marie Hennon just because of uh, the the criminal defense lawyer. She was one of my favorites. I don't agree with everything that like she defended Jean Gomeshi, and of course Jean Gomeshi and every other person who's 
done women wrong um, deserves to get a proper defense. I have no problem with that, but I do have a problem with the justice system and, and how it treats uh, women who have been sexually assaulted. And so anyway, I, I, I have some issues with, you know, it, I'm so glad to have been a journalist and to be able to just, you know, speak. We had listeners uh, who tweeted us or, or emailed us and said that they wouldn't listen to the that particular podcast because Maria Hannon uh, defended Gianco Meshi. Yeah, which that's what they like, do. You know, she's a defense lawyer. You know, they don't get to defend only innocent people. And she didn't talk about it on uh, with us because you don't. You don't talk about your cases. It would be fun, though, to talk to her about Lisa LaFlam, though, because, like, at some point I said, at some point you refused to answer the question, are you a feminist? And yet I just read your book. You're obviously a, 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 a feminist. And yet... Huge feminist. Uh, well, and she writes about things like turning 50, like Lisa LaFlam, 58, and gray hair and whatever. I don't think it was that. I think it was way more complicated. But turning 50 and that even... If you're a successful lawyer, you become invisible. Whereas if you're a 50 year old male lawyer, you're like, whoa, yeah. isn't he hot? Like he's like he's dignified and he's got white hair and yeah. he's got a 30 year old girlfriend. So it's it's just just yeah. different. So I think she was yeah. she was one of my my favorites. Marilyn Dennis is a, an old friend of mine, and uh, she was so forthcoming uh, about aging and all those things. And it was interesting because we had her on. And both she and Lisa, she works for Bell. She works at Chum FM and, and CTV. And Lisa Laflam, of course, worked for CTV. But Marilyn couldn't talk about it because that's one of the reasons she's been around for 40 years because she knows when to keep her mouth shut, which is maybe more than I can say for myself. But anyway, she uh, she was great. Jan Arden, who was the most generous of, of souls, what uh, became our life counselor, if you recall. Well, yeah, because we spoke to her right after we sort of got dumped by the publicist of the person that we thought was going to be so wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she said, well, screw She didn't know who it was, but yeah. she basically said, she said screw, well, screw that. Yeah, screw that. that. Jen Ag dropped the C word, which yeah. <laughs> we acted like a couple of old biddies. We're like, oh, what do we do about that? <laughs> uh, she was interesting. She's, of course, a, a feisty restaurant owner. And uh, I wish we had... Uh, I talked to her more recently because the restaurant scene right now, uh, specifically in Toronto, I would say, is not doing that well. And I'm sure she has a lot to say about that. Yeah, I love talking to her. And particular. well, I guess I took away two things. One was uh, drink gin, not vodka, yeah. because vodka is over-marketed. Yeah. And, the, and the other thing was that she's so successful, but no one's ever tried to buy out her business. Whereas yeah. people, you know, all kinds of times you go to restaurants that are fabulously successful, and then they're bought out and they're like terrible afterwards. She's never had that opportunity. No, she never had that uh, opportunity. So Jax Irwin moved me to tears yeah. talking about her dad. Hannah Alper, who's 19, who's an activist. And in university, and she's just a reminder. Born in this century. Born in this century. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yes. So we've had all sorts of uh, of people, and we have a lot more. I'm going to say that I was going to say the best is still to come, but they're, they're all great. Your old friend, Louise Penny, uh, yeah. is coming up. A phenomenal author. We were in grade nine together. And, uh, yeah, and she wasn't writing mystery novels back in, in grade nine, but uh, but she's, like, been a huge success. So it's it's kind of fun. We have we have her and we have Anne-Marie McDonald coming up. Um, we have Erin Davis coming up because um, she's so wonderful. Uh, uh, comedian Alison Doerr. Uh, I don't want to give it all away, and and some so we're working on some a lot of them. So Wendy still wants to get; she still thinks we're going to get Dolly Parton and Katie Lang <laughs> and Jane Fonda. 
Well, I love, I love I know. Dolly Parton and Jane Fonda. I don't know, but and yeah, I was really hoping to get Kath, uh, Katie Couric and Kathy Griffin, they but they've sick. got cancer, so yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of difficult to approach them. So, but I think we both we both love Pamela. Oh, Adlon. better like, things! Like I didn't even oh. know who she was, but I've I've been watching Better Things. It's so like she's both meaner and yes. more loving than than I yeah. see myself as. So I just yeah. I'm like oh. So, so we've got big plans. We've got big dreams, and uh, and we still have that big announcement that's coming up next. The women of ill repute. It's funny. Uh, we were approached. Um, uh, we've been approached a couple of times. We're going to talk about money in a second, uh, and the fact that we don't have any. But uh, <laughs> Wendy, <laughs> Wendy responded saying, "Oh yeah, looking forward to meeting with you. We're staffing up right now." And I just want. <laughs> Well, we are. Yeah, I don't know. We got like three we people. Do. We used to say we had no people. We have three people. They're not. They're really not really ours, staffed. But, uh... <laughs> They're not really the help. So, in, in case you haven't figured it out by the the sheer rawness of this podcast, Wendy and I do this ourselves. We produce it ourselves. We chase down the guests. We do the research. We technically record it ourselves, and then we send it off to Matt Cundell at uh, Sound Off uh, um, Productions and. And he's great. He's, he's given great. us advice too, because we had no idea what we were doing. And we're like, Matt, what is a pre-roll? <laughs> what is your, what is the CPM? <laughs> so he does the, he cleans it up. He does a little bit of the editing. Very little's taken out. It's usually just, you know, pops and cracks and sounds like that. Uh, so Matt does that for us. Uh, we have a, uh, a web designer, Tori Chippendale, who designed uh, our women of com website. And which came, we love. Which we love. Like and she it, came yeah. up with the logo, which is like lipstick on a mirror. And we're yeah. maybe getting into some merch somewhere down the line. Tote bags. Tote bags. Tote, yes, <laughs> no, love tote bags. Uh, and we welcome Yet Belgraver, who is our photographer. Yeah, she took all the pictures that are on the on the website and uh, everywhere throughout. She's she's fantastic. She was a, a producer at CBC. And then she went to Al Jazeera. And uh, she's just moved to the sort of the West Coast, but interior BC. And uh, she's going to, yeah, she's a big brain and got lots of experience and she knows how to how to operate a camera, which is uh, a good thing. So she's <laughs> going to do our, she's going to be our chase producer. So if you hear from yet, if you get, it's, it's spelled jet, uh, but yet she's Dutch. Chances are she's coming to get you to talk to us. So pay attention and say yes. Staffing up. You're staffing Staffing up. up. We are now on Substack, uh, if you're not following us there. and Which has been fun, actually, because at first we thought it would be a way of getting people to check out our podcast. And then we both had so much fun writing. Like, I think your last one, you talked about all the guys who had oh, yeah. on you, like Robert Plant. Was he, was he the guy, Robert Plant? Was he the 80s Robert Rock Plant without Led the street, Or was that? He's the late singer. Yeah. 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 So with the, well, with the, the shirt, shirt and the right? hair, He's, but I mean, it was later. He was a decrepit old man of forty, I think, when he hit on me. <laughs> yeah, that was fame is a weird thing, you know. And and I, well, didn't Guy Lafleur hit on who? Well, I mean, nobody ever followed through, but I certainly, uh, there was certainly an invitation there. And I yeah. was like, you're a sports person. I'm a journalist. Like, journalists do not, it's like, <laughs> you know, politicians never have sex or can never be sexy. It was like, you know, when you're 21 years old, journalists uh, would never be interested in sports people. And com- I always had a crush, which may explain why we're together. I always had a crush on comedians, but... They're not known for their fantastic no. good looks. Or, no, but uh, they're, they're known for their, their horrible basement apartments that are a mess in there. I'm and fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, maybe we can make that wish come true. So, uh, yeah. So you can find us on Substack. We're writing for for Substack. You just go for Women of Ill Repute. You go to Substack.com and look up Women of Ill Repute. Or you could find us under our names, our, our own names. You're doing a plug right now. Check us out. Yeah, so, check us out. It's true. Uh, we are going to monetize this little project. We yeah. have invited sponsors to, to, uh, to we're going to talk. And so there may be some commercials uh, down the line. Uh, just letting you know, we, we, we kind of need to pay our staff. <laughs> yeah, no, we need the odd dollar. And, but you're going to bring out Auntie Mo or something. I aren't think you? I might or... do an advice column called Ask I have lots of advice. Yeah. Well, then it could be Ask Auntie Mo and, and Auntie Wendy. We can work something out. Auntie Mo and Wendy. It just sounds weird. I don't know. I'll come up with something. I think it, when we did the, the Italian, the godmother thing, you were like, uh, the big chin or something. <laughs> what were you? Like, I can't we were trying to figure out what our, our mafia, our mob names were. And I was like, Mo the chin. Because I think oh, yeah, I that's a right. big chin. And I was Wendy the forehead. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be something like that. But advice. Yeah. So, a little bit something more useful. Something like that. Um, so, yes, the announcement. It's it's um, It may not seem like a big deal, but it is to us because we are doubling up. We are. <gasps> yes. Is this it? This is it. Is this it? This is the announcement. We've been going every two weeks of dropping mm-hmm. an episode every two weeks at Women of Ill Repute. We're going to start next week and we're going to go weekly. Weekly. <laughs> That's a big deal. That's like a lot of books. It's a lot so of I books. It's a lot of people. Um, actually, speaking of which, we're talking to Anne-Marie McDonald. Her new book, Fane, is out now. F-A-Y-N-E. It's about seven or 800 pages long. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, I'm not reading it. But you did. And you said, you need to read it. And I was like, okay. And then it was really good. And she's fantastic. You were intimidated by her because she does everything. She's so brilliant. She's like an activist, playwright, author. I'm easily intimidated. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I am. People find that hard to believe, but I'm easily intimidated and you're not. Um, So that's, yeah. So Anne-Marie is going to join us next week, and then we'll be on every week after that. And and uh, hopefully, oh, and one more thing. Oh. We thank you. Not, not just you. Oh, I'm like, you know, thank you, listener, yes. yeah. for following us. We, went, we started with nothing, obviously. Uh, we've had well over 50,000 downloads since we started. We're averaging about 5,000 listeners per episode, which in podcast terms is huge. Uh, and so obviously we couldn't, if we didn't have you, we'd be sitting in a basement pretending to talk to, to you. Comedians. <laughs> no one else would be listening. I'd be thrilled that there'd be no viewers. Um, yeah, this is very exciting. It's our new, it's the next step. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for sharing this and, uh, um, and thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Wendy. Bye. Bye. Talk soon. The Women of Ill Repute with Wendy Mesley and Maureen Holloway. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at womenofillrepute.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.